Hi, everyone, and welcome to Viva La Flora Live Podcast, where we bring you the art and business of flowers. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Viva La Flora Live Podcast. Today's guest is Sean Michael Foley. He's actually one of my first returning guests, and I'm so excited that he's back. We've got a lot of really good things to share with you guys, so listen in. Sean is a designer, an artist, an educator, a personal and business coach, a friend, of course, and now officially a published author. I know. How exciting is that? So we are going to talk about Sean's book, Who Is It For? What was the purpose and point of this book. And I have to say, I read this book myself and it was really helpful. And I would highly recommend it to anyone who is a business owner, especially a creative business owner. So check this out for sure. We will leave all of these links in the show notes, by the way, so you don't have to make any kind of notes. I promise you that. And we're also going to be chatting about something really exciting. So be sure to listen until the end. And if you want to get to know Sean a little better, make sure you listen to our episode number eight, where we, where I interviewed Sean for the first time, and we took a dive into his creative process um, as a floral designer, as a photographer, and an artist, and so on. And there's so much more. So I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to let you listen in to this interview. And again, be sure to check out the show notes afterwards for all of the links to the book and this amazing conference that we have coming up. Hey, Sean. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. It is a, <laughs> what is, what day of the week is today? Wednesday? I'm no, sure. it's. It is a Thursday. It's Groundhog Day. It's Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. It is Thursday. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's Groundhog I'm, Day, yeah. right? It's the common day. It's all yep. the days are the same. Yep. They are blending <laughs> together and have been for a couple months. So. Yes, a little bit. Well, I'm so excited and happy to have you back. Yes, thanks for having me back. I'm glad I didn't scar your audience for life or anything on the last one. Uh -uh. I'm very happy to be here. Me too. I'm happy to share all the exciting things you've got going on. Like, super excited. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. So so I'm going to dive right in. So your book, you can actually physically touch it now. I can. It's right here. I know. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) Yeah, it's finally awesome. Finally in print. Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is COVID literally affected everything. Even getting your book printed when your book was done, ready to go. Right. <laughs> it, uh. it, everything got affected. So yes, it delayed our launch a couple of months, but it is finally in hand and available for people to get. I'm I'm super excited. Well, I read the book on my iPad on a downloadable version. So it is great. You've done really an amazing job. I think you created kind of like a gift for the industry in a way. Um, I think I've said this to you before, but you know, let's dive right in. Why this book and why now? Great questions. Okay. So our industry at large (sighs) kind of has not kind of, it has a very high burnout rate. 
And it's sort of based on this thought and this theory that the only way for you to really be successful in this industry, and this does, I think, go for all creative industries, is you have to work, work, work. It will be hard. The only way to get more money is to put in more hours. Well, at a certain point, there's only so many more hours, if any more hours to add. So you kind of cap out, but you're still on this hamster wheel of effort. The effort never changes. Well, when you go into a business or a career with that mentality, you are basically on a one-way ticket to burnout town. And when you end up there is up to you or up to your uh, circumstances, but you will get there. And <laughs> I went there. I landed there very hard a couple of years ago. I was in, I've been in the industry now 15 years at about year 12. Mm-hmm. I really hit the wall. And um, I do write about it in the book as well. I'm very transparent about what caused me to like, like this. It's like, it looks like from the outside, I was playing by the book, doing everything correctly. You know, I got to do really amazing things. I did uh, design star for Mayish and I got to mm-hmm. present Stacy at symposium and um, tested in the same year I presented. I don't know if anyone else has ever done that. I don't brag about that. I think uh, I do not recommend anyone ever do that. That was a stress level. I didn't know I could ever experience, but luckily it worked out and I passed. But, um, from the outside looking in, it looked like super successful. Things are going great. Mm-hmm. On the inside, I had nothing left to give. Mm. And I just crashed and burned. Um, I really hit the energetic wall physically and emotionally. Right. So I went kind of on this quest, for lack of better words. I, I didn't realize it was a quest then, uh, but it was survival at that point. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I put all this time into this industry. I don't want to leave it. I don't want to quit. But at the same time, the thought of continuing is just as terrifying. Right. I, I, had not, I couldn't keep growing if this is what it took. So I sought business coaching and I got my Reiki mastership. I went through a lot of different things. I also got my um, angel therapy certificate, Akashic Records. We can go more into that another time. But I started looking into other modalities and ultimately started looking at what do other creative businesses do to prevent this? Mm -hmm. Or do they all just work this way and it's a flawed system? So let's fast forward about two and a half years. Um, I started well, I should say two years, because first I started coaching. I realized I had figured out how to unprogram that thought process and rebuild up a new way of working in a creative field. Mm-hmm. So I did it for myself. It's, then I had um, my, my hairstylist um, at the time, which I mean, I always wear a hat, so whatever, but you still got your hair cut. So, uh, <laughs> so he, he had been working with me through this whole, like, burnout phase, like going from Mm -hmm. basically just sitting in a chair, staring into space uh, while, you know, having my hair shampooed and then um, being more talkative and enlightened and, oh, I learned this, I learned that, this is cool. And then he was like, so what exactly are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I did this, that, and the other thing. And that whole cool story is also in the book. And he was just like, I'm interested. So basically we worked out at the time just a trade for services. Mm -hmm. I've never done this before. I will teach you what I know. 
in exchange for getting my eyebrows waxed, my haircut, whatever, you know, and, right. and it worked out. And that is how my coaching career began was with that. And I think it's important to echo on that is I didn't go through this all of a sudden magically have it all figured out. Like, all right, now I'm a coach, yada, yada, yada. Like so those transitions, they can be sloppy and they can be very hazy to get through. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're doing it wrong. So then um, I know you, you had interviewed me for a podcast and then um, you went through the first version of my program and mm-hmm. uh, really good results with that. I enjoyed our time working together. It was really fun. Oh, I did too. And it was awesome. It was amazing. It was exactly what I needed. Sorry, I completely took oh, over no, your no, you know, train, train of thought. It was, it was so good. It really was what I needed at that moment. I... I was stuck. I wouldn't say I, w- I had a burnout, but I was stuck. I just, I, I didn't know which direction I wanted to go. Didn't know what I wanted to do, what the next step was going to look like. So it was kind of like, I don't know, jack of all trades, master of none kind of situation going on. And I had no idea which one of them was important. So there were a lot of this multitude of a multi-layer thing that was going on. And it was it was really helpful to navigate through all of those. And I would highly recommend for people who are stuck or sort of facing the burnout, I I would definitely recommend the book. You know, the way I read this, actually, I read a little bit at a time at night because it was so comforting, you know? And it's just, yeah, like I read it after our coaching sessions also ended. So it was kind of like a nice little like reminder of all of that. And like, oh, this is so good. This is so cozy. Yeah, this is yeah. awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm sure yeah, it was great. It's great. You probably found that the book took what we worked on even further. Because mm-hmm. yes. as you, just like your businesses, like what you work and help other people with evolves and it grows. And you start realizing, like, okay, there's a missing component here I should really work on. Or I learned mm-hmm. something new that helps me. So it's like, well, let's add it into our program. And let's right. just, because then, What's great is each time you go th- run people through it, it, it grows on its own and mm-hmm. the energy just gets contagious. And I want to just circle back quick to a point you made about being stuck versus being burnt out. I mm-hmm. think that's important to address is a lot of people feel stuck, mm-hmm. but the word burnout, I, and I would agree, I think you were stuck, not burnt out. Don't get me wrong on that. But like stuck is kind of like the yellow flashing lights before mm-hmm. you burn out. That's mm-hmm. where you're losing the connection of the thought and your heart because mm-hmm. the passion's no longer there, got making the decisions. Your heart is what actually guides your brain to make the right decisions. We are taught to do the opposite. They need to work together. But if mm-hmm. you're just doing what, well, I think I should do this because a florist would do this. I think I should do this because so-and-so started doing luxury weddings, so I should do luxury weddings. That doesn't mean it's for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where the heart really tells you if it is or it isn't. And that was like a part of following your intuition and mm-hmm. listening to the passion inside. And you no, know, we don't just throw caution to the wind and, you know, go crazy. But um It is important to realize that when you are feeling stuck, that's the time to take action. That's why Mm -hmm. that's before the thing burns down. Right. It's easier to prevent than to repair. Right. 
Like if I could have had a program at least or something like of someone who was in my industry who had been through it before, I could have taken a three year journey and probably gone through in a couple months. Versus mm-hmm. that. But that being said, like, um, I enjoyed it looking back on it. I've evolved so much as a person and I love that I can now help other creatives. Cause like I do specialize in florists cause obviously that's where I come from. But, um, I, I've worked with like hairstylists. I've worked with photographers. I've, I've worked with, um, you know, people who are also do dentistry like yourself. I mean, like it's not, <laughs> uh, we all have that creative mind and mm-hmm. it all functions the same way. But once we get to that point where it's not sure what to do, that is its cry to get help. And the mm. best thing you can do is at least get the free copy of my book. I encourage you to buy a print copy so you can take notes, but mm-hmm. just take action in general. Even if it isn't like if I'm not your coach or I'm not the one who resonates with you, go get help from someone who's been there before. It doesn't right. have to be therapy. It, it can be whatever, but mm-hmm. realizing that help is out there, I think is one of the most important things I've wanted to advocate for. Right. And do something. Do something. Just, just, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you do nothing, nothing's going to happen. And if you do something, something's going to happen, right? It, it right. doesn't It doesn't mean that it's going to be maybe the result that you intended or anticipated per se. I mean, that was the case in my situation. I mean, you and I have gone through this together in our coaching sessions, right? I'm like, okay, well, I want to kind of do this, but then well, it's not really the right thing. I need to step back from this one, pull back from here, perhaps take a break on that one or push pause and then sort of reshift, revisit, and then kind of, you know, take this one to the next level or whatever. But, and, and I've done that. I don't know. I think maybe 10 times since then, because when you and I were, you know, having a coaching session, I didn't know we're going to have a pandemic. No, I mean, did. I right? Mean, like, exactly. Like, I didn't know there were going to no. be all kinds of other things happening. So it's just kind of, again, you know, could I have prepared for that? No, not really. None of us did. But I felt like actually I was emotionally and mentally more prepared for it now that I have sort of gone through it in a way. Right. Right. Was I prepared for it? Absolutely not. Did I know what to do with it? I still don't know what to do with it half the time, honestly, short of like, you know, using my common sense about certain things. Um, but it didn't completely floor me. It right. didn't right. destroy me. It didn't kill me. It didn't do any of those things. In the weirdest of the ways, it was really helpful for me to sort of pause on mm. all the distraction. I made more progress in the last three months that I've made, I don't know, before that, in the last year before that. But it was because I I was able to sort of step back and recognize the potential in a way. Honestly, I feel like had I not done the whole coaching session and sort of learn how to channel some of the negative energy per se, I might have not handled it as well. Right. And you know, to, to your point with that, I th- it's important for people to realize is even if we had known this is what would happen, no one will ever have it all figured out. Even if you right. have a perfect plan for it, one thing goes differently and the plan is off. It's just how it is. So 
we tend to lie to ourselves. And we, Brene Brown says that uh, it's human nature. I'm going to paraphrase her. Uh, she says we dress rehearse tragedy because we feel if we worry about something enough or we stress about something enough, we can almost take the risk out of it. Mm. And that's not true at all. What you end up doing is convincing yourself of tens, hundreds, thousands of ways for it to go wrong that it probably never will. Mm-hmm. Or you stress yourself out so much, you just say, screw it. And it's more so just having the tools in place so mm-hmm. you know what to do when something happens, mm-hmm. not that you can prevent something from happening. Because like, how many times have you been on a wedding setup? You have your whole toolbox packed. You've got all those extra pins, the extra ribbon, the extra this, the tube of glue, whatever. Well, you know, that's all great. We rely on that. Well, then for some reason, we left the thing in the car, the toolbox in the car, the glue all dried up. Um, It leaked under the ribbon scissors. You know, it happens, you know, and it's like, so your go-to may not work in that instance. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a similar thing. Like the best prepping you can do. And I use the foil examples because we can relate with it. Right. Like even when we're prepared, you're still going to get a curveball every now and then. Oh, absolutely. And every time you make it work somehow, it may be a white knuckle ride getting there, but the more you have up your sleeve and for the coaching and like for what we worked on, it's more the mental tricks you have or like the, mm-hmm. uh, the self-talk, the things that that voice in your head that's telling that's just hounding you that it's not going to work and keeping that in check and also mm-hmm. giving yourself permission to take the break. This was all seriousness of the pandemic considered. Mm-hmm. There are silver linings and gifts that have come from this time. This is a time where you're seeing people who have always wanted to open their own business. Maybe they got laid off. They got downsized. They got their hours cut. So Mm -hmm. they're at a point where they're like, I may as well just work for myself and control my income. Now, that's not right for everybody, but... This, there's gifts in here to be found if you shift your perspective on how it resonates around you personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, and so like there's there's still amazing things happening. There's still things to be celebrated, but the industry as we know it is over. Oh yeah, the floral industry is alive and well. So I'm sure half the listeners just gasp like, "Oh my god!" But it's like, no, no, no. The old way is over. The new way is coming in and it's already here. It's already Mm -hmm. happening. It's growing. The regrowth is started. So be a part of it and just embrace the change and embrace the things you can do differently. It's a great time to relook at your contracts. It's a great time Mm -hmm. to reassess your business. It's a great time to just get clear on your business. Have you been trying to be a one-stop shop for so long and it's not working? Do you need to focus, specialize? Do you need to bring in a second niche? Like this, that's the gift. You have a pause so that you can sit down and reassess. And taking a break does not mean you're failing. Taking a break is essential. And that's one of the biggest things I teach people is Mm -hmm. it's okay to sit down and just have a minute. That minute may be a few weeks. It's okay. It may be a day. But right. don't let yourself do that. You're not going to beat the anxiety. 
or the mm-hmm. worry. You're not going to like cut it off at the chase. Like it's just going to keep going with you. So let it out and move forward. Well, yeah. And also as humans are hardwired to look out for danger, just as mm-hmm. is. We're hardwired. Yep. Okay. We're, we're our animals. Mm-hmm. And that is an instinct that we all have, right? So anytime there's anything that is unknown or new or whatever, uh, first thoughts that come to our head are the negative thoughts. And they're not, they're prote- it's a protective mechanism, which works really well in many things, such as there's a fire, I should probably not go there. And so, you know, not so I don't get burned, mm-hmm. right? Or it's pouring down rain and lightning outside. Okay, that's kind of dangerous. Let's just chill inside for a minute. In instances like that, that's, that's wonderful. But then whenever you want to take a new business adventure or whatever that may be, especially in business, I mean, we all freak out, right? The first thing you go, oh my God, A, who am I? It's not going to work and da-da-da-da-da-da. So we have to like go through this mentally every single day alongside dealing with everyday grind and staffing and contracts and brides and I don't know, freaking buckets and glues and whatever else, right? Yes. There's all this like actual real, real things that we have to deal with. And there's this things that we sort of, the stories that we tell ourselves, try to protect ourselves in quotes, Mm -hmm. right? But in reality, I think if you don't separate the two, you know, two as in like, okay, is this a real alarming situation? Should I sort of maybe backtrack and be cautious or... Is this my human nature, you know, having a freak attack? I should maybe recognize that and channel it somewhere else or perhaps put it in a box and put it away for a minute right. you know, so I can do right. something. Right, because that primal instinct that's in, in your brain, which causes the modern day anxiety, especially with like imposter syndrome, the fear of failure, things like that, the fear of things that aren't actually tangible, something you can hold. Mm-hmm. And I am not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but right. I speak as my, I understand it. So it goes back to that instinct of your mind works off of what it knows. Mm-hmm. So it only knows like things that originally scared you. Like if you were afraid to go on a carnival ride, because you're like, wow, that looks scary. You go on it, you have a good time. Your mind stashes that away is now something that will not kill you. It kind of goes, will it kill you? Will it not? Mm-hmm. That's why the fear of things you don't know or have experienced, you go to that deep state of anxiety or fear because your the primitive part of your brain is what makes those decisions, mm-hmm. which we need for fight or flight or, um, you know, back in the day when we didn't, you know, live in houses and things like that. And it was much more like, you know, eat or be eaten. It was that we needed that, but modern day society doesn't match that. Mm-hmm. So we have all these new reasons to be stressed out. Right. The primal brain doesn't know, it doesn't understand that. So the fear, and I'm sure people listening can identify with like something terrifying. Let's say it's like your first time doing a video or it's your mm-hmm. first time doing a presentation or talking to your colleagues as an authority on whatever it is you're talking to. And like public speaking is a very common fear. Mm-hmm. You feel if you screw up one thing, your life will be over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it won't be over. It won't be over. Like, but you have to really risk assess, like to what you were saying, with um, 
where's this coming from? You have to almost challenge the emotion mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like, what is this actually telling me? Am I just afraid because I've never done it before? Or mm-hmm. am I f- afraid because I've done this before and I fell on my face? And then mm-hmm. what do you assess that, then divide it. So if it's, I've never done it before, are there actual risks to your well-being? Like, are you walking through wet cords of electrical things? Good reason to be afraid. Are you like, you know, like, but if there's nothing like that, if it's just, I've not done this and I'm nervous and I'm scared, then you're just like everybody else. Right, right. Those are normal and you can combat those emotions. Combat's not the right word, but you can reason with them. You can get them to a point where, you can just calm it enough to do the thing that makes you afraid. Once you have done it and your mind is like, oh, I didn't die. (laughs) It's a whole different thing. Then you're like, oh, okay, great. All right, I'll do it again. Or you hated it. You now know you don't want to do it. So you do something else. Like either way you do win, just maybe not the way you're thinking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, But if it is something that you've done before, and let's say you've fallen on your face. Like, for example, like I write very openly in the book that I had a shop that failed. And, and the reason it failed is because I did literally everything wrong and I didn't do any of the steps I'm teaching you guys. So that's, that's exactly why it failed. And also, too, there is divine intervention. When you're not meant to be in a certain place or you're on the wrong path, you get um, nudges from the universe. And sometimes those nudges are hard pushes. So... You acknowledge those. But for a long time, I felt like I could not run a business because that business failed for years. Right. And then even going out on my own with um, doing more coaching and business, things like that. Now I still had that same anxiety come up. It's been six or seven years now since then, I think seven years. And Mm -hmm. just like it just happened. I'm like, what is this coming from? And I'm like, maybe I should do my own homework. And, and figure it out. And um, it was because I was only looking at that one specific instance equaling failure. Mm. And the reality was, it wasn't that it was a failure. It's that it didn't work based on what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't closed it and moved to a different state to like work for another event company, I would never have been on track to do Design Star. I never would have had the human form uh, project published. I wouldn't have had the confidence to continue. I would have, you know, like it had to happen to pull me back, to spring me forward. And mm-hmm. once I reprogrammed that thought, and it, it takes some time sometimes when it's a deep hurt or a deep wound. Um, but once I started re-looking at it, like, okay, I learned a lot actually in there. And if I didn't have the shop, I never would have made the human form project. And everything has its giant silver lining once you look past the the crap and you can you can find it in there. So where was my point going? I was okay, fear. So mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but you, you know, if there's not if it's not attached to something real, you're just afraid because you haven't done it before. Or or right. if you're injuring your life, you have to make that as like if it's like skydiving or something like that very natural primal fear falling from a plane not something you should probably do without you know proper precaution but if it's triggering off of an old hurt that's mm-hmm. where you can really heal with hindsight and realize i'm just afraid of making the same mistakes but i'm no longer the same person 
So I most likely won't do it again. Mm. And that's where you grow. Because like when you heal a wound like that, you just invite in all this new room for amazing new things and opportunities to come to you. And I think a lot of people get stuck on those. I, I see it yeah. a lot, uh, especially on right now during the pandemic. There's a lot of hurt right now and uh, across. Yeah, the there board. is. But with, with hurt comes opportunity and a chance to love mm-hmm. stronger. And when you can get past the emotional part of it, you really do become unstoppable. So hopefully that gives people hope that you can be successful. Life's not over. It's Mm -mm. just different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Um, I think it's Mike Tyson who said, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Um, (laughs) But 100%. Yep. Right. But I want to say you don't always have to have a plan. Mm Mm-hmm. And occasionally, actually more times than not, you're going to get punched in the face. Get up and move on. Mm -hmm. It's okay, right? You got to continue. Again, do something, you know, that something may take a little longer than not or whatever that may be, but do something. Don't just sit back on the sidelines and watch it happening. And, And I agree a lot of this this, this thoughts are all this negative th- talk. Honestly, we all do this. I do it. But yeah, do I, mean, it. I still have yeah. to work on it all the time. Yeah. And again, we're hardwired for it. So you just need to recognize it. And you just need to, every time this happens, we're like, all right, cool. Like enough with the self pity party. Let's just do something about this. Right. And it's easier said than done. You know, oftentimes, when you're especially feeling like you're stuck and you're just by yourself and you're on your own and we all kind of feel like that and a lot of hurts coming out of this pandemic not only the actual you know the financial side of things job losses and this and that besides all of those things you know a lot of people feel like well why me well it's not just you it's not it's all of us right it feels like it um, it, and that's the thing. And then we, we do that, right? We make it all personal all of a sudden. And that's, this is just a simple example. And I think it's kind of important to recognize those things. And I think during our coaching, and I think you sort of address some of these things in your book that, you know, you kind of learn how to cope with certain things, certain emotions as they come up because they're going to come up all the time. They're not going to go away. You will right? always have emotions. That's right. Human experience. Exactly. <laughs> so then you just channel the ones that you need for whatever situation you're in. And, you know, are we all perfect? Absolutely not. I lost my marbles at my staff yesterday. You know, maybe I was a little harsher than I wanted to be. You know, was I? I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? I still haven't figured it out yet, but I didn't feel good after I literally almost yelled at them. But again, am I proud of it? No, not really. What do you do afterwards? And recognizing it is what's what's important. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we all are going to do all kinds of stupid things. We're people. We're human. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I would say, I would say the thing that definitely was helpful for me throughout the coaching slash, and then, you know, reading the book afterwards, actually, you know, that A, throughout the coaching, you know, there are tools that you can use, right, mm-hmm. to, to 
deal with this stuff, this this self negative negative self talk or imposter syndrome or whatever. It, it maybe it's different for everybody. And the book was a really good reminder of those things, you know. And also, I'm not the only one. No, I'm not the only one going through this, no, right? Yeah. And there is help when it's needed. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really a wonderful thing. So. Good. I'm glad, glad it resonated with you. You you never really know when you're writing a book uh, how it's going to be received. But uh, so far, I've been very grateful to everyone who's read it. I had a great group of early readers who um, got to read it in digital form before it mm-hmm. came out in print. And I'm glad it's finally in print. Is that I was getting a little nerve nerve uh, racked there, but it's you know it it is what it is, but. <laughs> Um, but touching on like the emotions, emotional part, and I, I go more in depth in the book than I, I did in coaching before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is if you look at your emotions as your built-in GPS on whether or not you're on the right track to the life or career you want. And your life and your career, they are two in the same, mm-hmm. um, but if one is off, the other will be as well. You can have both. And you actually need to have both in order for them to work. So that's a big myth right there that you choose career or personal life. 100% not correct. You have to have a balance of the two. And the more they're balanced, you can handle more and more. And they both grow amazingly. Point being, though, your emotions tell you, am I headed towards a path I want to do? That's when we feel happy, excited. We get awesome opportunities, victory, proud, accomplished, thankful grateful, all of those, what we consider good emotions. Uh, Mm -hmm. Emotions, in my opinion, aren't really good or bad because I look at them as a spectrum, but we're used to categorizing that way. So that's how we'll talk about them. But so then you get the more bad emotions, which would be like jealousy, anger, hurt, uh, feeling depressed about failure, um, feeling Mm -hmm. like a failure, feeling like you can't, you're not worthy, all of those things, or just angry, feeling upset, feeling stuck. That's also in that spectrum where we're teetering into the yellow zone. And um, what you're doing, though, is that is the beautiful network you have programmed into you from birth that tells you, hey, you need to shift course because we're not meant to go through life suffering like there will be struggles there will there will always be lessons to learn and if you compare apples to oranges like story to story yes there are perceivably um better lives versus not not as good like everyone has a leg up and a a leg down like it, it it's just wherever it hits you personally that is a whole conversation for another day but you keep your own, that, that doesn't mean what you're going through is any less important. So no, it is not just you, but that doesn't invalidate what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So from there though, you use it as your cue to put your head up and think and to start assessing what's going on. So if you're feeling like, I hate my job, I'm exhausted all the time, yada, 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 you're not supposed to feel that way. So what do you want to do different? Mm-hmm. That's where you take that time out and you reassess and you're like, okay, well, what actually makes me feel happy? Is it writing? Is it actually just designing? Do you like book work? Some people love numbers, you know, like you, you then start unpacking the things that actually bring you joy. Like, and joy is not 
a destination. That's another common misbelief with doing coaching and things like that is it it's it's an emotion on the spectrum we want to shift you more towards the you know the happier side of things you will still feel these other emotions but when you start to get that baseline or the needle if you picture it like a gas gauge you Mm -hmm. want it to go more towards full than towards empty the more we have a baseline over there when we do tick down and feel like we're upset or we're angry and you will you always will feel all the emotions um you can rebound quicker we don't jerk the wheel and just like happy 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 because that doesn't work either that's toxic positivity a real thing um (laughs) but we're like okay why am i upset what is this telling me you feel it and you assess it. And that's where a lot of people don't, they let the emotions run wild. And when that happens, that's where the imposter syndrome we've talked about comes in and the, I can't, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. It's because we're just letting them, the monkeys run the zoo. Mm. And the, the, the emotions just need to be, they, they need to be in their habitats and they need to be cared for and they need to be taken, you know, nurtured. And, uh, and so from there, if you start looking at it that way versus I just want to be happy, you can see there's a beautiful spectrum for all of them. You're meant to feel them all. Like if you're afraid, like there are times you need to be afraid to get out of danger. Like mm-hmm. if you weren't, you get hit by a car or you get run over by a tr- whatever it is. Like it, they're all there for a reason. You're meant to get angry because sometimes you need to stick up for yourself. And if you didn't feel that angry, you never would. You'd be a pushover. So they have their tools, their tools as well. So feel on emotions over. <laughs> so, but but they're important to keep. You know. Right. Oh, sorry. I was cutting. I just cut you. Off. I was saying you just give a banana to the monkey and send them off their way, and you're done. <laughs> exactly. It's like here you go, buddy, and then off they go. So, but. You can learn to work with them. And I don't think you need to control your emotions. That's not expressing emotion. You just need to listen to them and ask what they're saying to you. If you do stop and write it down, usually it's something really weird like or something like really like, I have no clue. That's why I'm actually angry. It's like, I'm so yeah. mad about that stupid mother of the bride three years ago who acted this way. And I've just treated everyone like that since. Like, it, it is that weird. <laughs> like, it can be that weird. Why a certain thing will cause you to get angry. And you're like, well, this one's been super sweet. All she did was ask for an extra massage. She's not going to give me a bad review. You know, you can read oh, that. You can, but oh, yeah. it goes there, you know, to things like that. And then you, you just kind of reverse engineer it. And then before you know it, you're just... A little bit more upbeat. You're not quite so, you know, up and down and and, and it works out. And there is um, a bit of an exercise that you can do in the book. Um, I call it the seven day challenge. And you just monitor your emotions. Anything Mm -hmm. that kind of makes you noticeably feel up or down. Like, I don't think it has to be like, I feel... I don't know. Like, don't make it a chore. Just the things that, you know, and then at the end of the week, go back and look. And you'll kind of see where your baseline is. And then you mm-hmm. start working. Mm-hmm. It is a good exercise. And yes, that's very helpful. Yeah. But anyways, I want to shift gears. All right. So you have something super exciting happening and coming up in August. I do. I do. All right. Talk, of, talk all, of, all about it. I'm excited. All right. Really well, want to share that. 
All right. Well, here it goes. So I am starting a new brand as well as launching just a small little thing, which will be the full revolution. So I am hosting a virtual conference, a virtual summit uh, with uh, about, we have over, I think we just have over 20 speakers now lined up for it. And you can actually get a free ticket to watch it all live. And it will be August 23rd through 25th. So it's actually a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So if you do still have weddings going on, you won't be affected by it. You can still do your Saturday thing and then you can come watch them. And if you're not able to make it, um, there are options that you can watch it later. Uh, get a members uh, only pass, things like that. And the website will direct you all through that. But we're covering three different things. So the first day is going to be business and mindset. And we're taking this further than just learning new design techniques and just talking about principles and elements. With the global pause, as I like to call it, with with COVID, and with the state still kind of being in this vortex of what's going on, this is time to really dive deep into your business. And that's why mm-hmm. we're providing this free access pass, that you know, this free ticket that you can watch this live. As we need to go dive in and get work on, here's how to grow your business. Here's how to get clients. Here's how to work on your mindset, get over the imposter syndrome. Here's how to work on your PR. And like, So we have a really cool mix of designers and people from other industries. So you're going to get some interesting perspective from a lot of new faces that you, uh, half of which you probably never heard of before, but that's what makes it great because Mm -hmm. they're new voices. It's a new platform and it's to usher in a new way of thinking about how we do our business. I want to pull the juicy gems of the old school, take the juicy gems of the new school and create a beautiful new industry in between. I love it. So business and mindset day one. So day two and day three. So day two is design and creativity. We're not going to leave you okay. off the hook. You will still get your flower fix. And um, we're going to do some cool stuff as well as like um, doing aromatherapy to tap into your creativity and to boost when you have brain fog, things like that. And we're going to look into how does your zodiac sign affect your creativity? Where do you actually thrive? So we're bringing in these really cool um, other, I'm going to keep saying other voices, but like it's just <laughs> different ways to think about it. And of course, we're going right. to do like some cool floral design, um, how to do, uh, I think we have someone doing structures because um, everybody loves making a, a new cool structure. What else do we have going on? A bunch of people just signed on this week, so I don't have it all quite locked up here yet. But yeah, it's a full day of creativity. Oh, I'm going to teach you guys how to sketch for your clients. That's a really fun one. Um, so we're in between what Pinterest has and what the client's going to get. Where's the gray area? Where do we get the pictures? So I'm going to give you some tips how to sketch easily. These are not going to be hung in museums. They're not going to be published, but that's okay. That's the point. So I'm going to show you how I've used that over the years to actually upsell in weddings. And you can still mm-hmm. do that now, even though big weddings are kind of you know on the back burner for now, this is a skill that you can use. Like if um, you just need to sketch out how like a, a bridal bouquet is going to look, we don't sit here and detail it out. I'm going to show you mm-hmm. the concept out there and they're going to look at you like you're a genius. And then they're like, oh, I get it. 
because most of your clients are visual people, meaning they have to see it, Mm -hmm. not that they can picture it. And I'm pretty sure almost everyone listening just went, "Uh uh-huh. When <laughs> when I said that, so we'll be doing a lot of other uh, things as well for creativity and design. And then day three is going to be tech and workflow. So we're ah. going to show yes, we're going to show you how to make your business life easier and how to uh, get a better um, like how do you actually plan out your day? How do you do accomplishments? Like do you do gratitude in your day to make your workflow better? And I know a certain interviewer who is going to be presenting. Uh, for that, ah, <laughs> not to the, not to name any names yeah. here, but yes, I'm excited. I'm very excited to share what we've created for um for the Floral Success Institute uh, Masterminders, and I'm happy to share it for you know the Floral Revolution because yeah. I don't want to give away way too yeah, much about it, but I'm like that. so excited. It is it is good. It's it's going to be all about time management, time blocking, but not in a box or in between the lines. Yes. I like that. There you go. And, or creating your own sort of daily journal. You know, I think I've told you this when we were having our coaching sessions, I'm like, I can just pick up a blank piece of paper and write. I draw, I sketch when I have a blank piece of paper with no lines in them and no numbers and things. I draw. <laughs> I can't just write. So I needed a a guidance, a format of a sort where I could then sort of get my daily grind in and feel accomplished at the end of the day. So that's sort of what we've created, um, which eventually is going to end up our floral success masterminds, um, yeah. you know, journal, journaling book essentially. But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to share about all those things, but it is, it all kind of came out of frustrations. It all came out of, all right, so I have this journal. I have that journal. I have that journal. I have that journal. This one is too much. That one is too little. This one is, I don't even understand it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just makes no sense. Or, you know, anytime anybody goes time block, okay, fine. But, and it's all this, like the old fashioned kind of journal style things where you just like put things in the blocks and whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, my brain doesn't work that way. It just doesn't, you know? And I don't know if it's because I'm just creative. I'm also visual. I like things to sort of be in a way that it's easily accessible. And, you know, I'm, I'm an efficiency queen, when it comes to things, it needs to be efficient, right? And it's a, and it needs to be pretty. It you know really helps. It has to be yes. pretty. It's, it's not pretty. I don't want it. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't care how useful that is. You know, I'm I'm also a designer, so you know. Well, yeah, and that's where you have to take things like that in consideration. Um, not to get too far off topic, but like when you're working with a creative mind, there's other things to take into consideration that aren't just, okay, well, here's how to be efficient. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. but how do we be efficient with working with the way you think and the way you mm-hmm. process? Because mm-hmm. like, it can be the best way to do this ever, but if it's not palatable for the way you are, it's worth mm-hmm. it. And right. I took a peek at um, your um, next step giveaway 
of your, and I'm, I'm going to have to try it because I really think it's cool. It really resonates with me. And, um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. I like this approach and it's just like, and sign me up. So, but yeah, so with the um, day three, we'll also show you how to use some different programs. Uh, we're going to have an SEO, a search engine optimizer expert as well. Uh-huh. So we're going to really cover a lot of different things throughout the three days that will help you to be more successful with your business all the way around. So, and it is, yes, we're gearing towards force, but if you're a creative in general, um, you're still going to get a lot of good advice on just how to run a creative business. I, I'm very excited about it. I'm so happy and honored and to be part of this. Um, I really am. When you and I chatted about it, I'm like, oh my God, this is this is great. So yes, I, I think it's going to be really good. I think the way you have it all lined up, it's really good as well. And I'm happy that it's not all... Let me show you how to do this. And hey, dad, dad, watch me. You know, no, right? So exactly. So I am very happy about the way you got it all sketched out. So I'm very excited. And it's going to be free for while it's happening. Are you kidding me? It's free while it's like. What? No, yep. There's that's about as low pressure as you can get to sign up. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so we'll have a special link uh, for anyone who's listening or watching today and mm-hmm. uh, where you can go ahead and snag your free ticket. They will start the, they will be on sale by August 1st. I say on sale, they're free. They'll be available to grab on August 1st. Sorry, that, that retreat lingo is still in there. Um, but, um, and two, like we've just found, it's like, you know, we can't meet in person right now and it's going to be a while until it's, um, even if we magically flipped a switch tomorrow. And t- and COVID went away, and everything that's going on just went away. We've got rebuilding to do. We've got mm-hmm. to do. we have restructuring to do because uh, the way we were operating the majority of things in business all across the board is not sustainable. And this whole summit is to help you live a more balanced approach. And we want nothing but for you guys to be successful. It's time to revolutionize this industry and. Not in a mean way. It's it, everyone on board is has been handpicked and interviewed, so we know that they're going to support the mission of it. And it's about building bridges and mm. community over competition and growing business and the industry as a whole to an amazing new industry. So I'm I, I got excited loving it. About, but... Oh, I am loving it. So, Sean, I want to ask you a question. So. So initially, um, during the summit or the conference, as it's happening, during while it's live, it's happening, it is free for anyone who snags a free ticket yep. to view and watch. Yep. However, let's say, I mean, life gets in the way and I don't know, maybe you had a wedding to do or you know, whatever else is going on. If they miss that opportunity, then they can purchase this as a program essentially. Yeah, yeah. There is right. okay. where you can um if and I, I've done this with other summits as a as a um attendee as well. Right. It's like, okay, well, or um it's a lot to digest too. Like, I mean, we're gonna have yeah. probably about twenty-five to thirty presentations all, all in. And and we're still we still have a couple people that might be joining this week. So mm-hmm. um yeah, there is an option where you can purchase a VIP all access pass. And um, the pricing of it will vary. Um, it's it's going to be very, 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 very affordable um, mm-hmm. when 
at the super early bird and even um, the way it's, it'll get a little more, you know, the closer you get to things, it goes up a little bit. But I mean, I think you will be shocked at how affordable it is. But that also unlocks you to live Q&A sessions with some of the presenters. Um, so we're going to do sort of a, a happy hour where you can chat with the actual coaches and mentors and get more of your questions asked. So maybe um, you really like what Ana Heat uh, presents so you can join us um, with that access pass and then just be like, hey, can you just go in depth about that? Sure, mm-hmm. let's do it. So it's right. going to it gives you a lot of extra stuff. You also will get a free download of my book with it as well. So um, just another extra bonus with it. We're really loading you guys up with as much goodness as we can bring together collectively because it's, you know, it's just time. It's just time to have a different approach with how we do this. And there's so many amazing people out there. And with this huge shakeup, I'm really concerned we're going to see a bunch of people burn out because a lot of people are stuck. So mm-hmm. if I can help prevent that to get info out to people, then I'll do it. So let's do it. Let's bring on the floor revolution. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're going to share all the links on in the show notes where to get your book. The paper copy. Yep. I would recommend a paper copy. I actually want a paper copy because oh, and the podcast is going to give away one as well. So I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, we will more about that later. Right. Oh yes. So there's fun things coming up, right? So, but we'll share all those links. So uh, we'll share the links where they can buy the book, where they can sign up for uh, the conference coming up, and how to get a hold of you um, for coaching or. Questions. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm currently taking a new batch on. I did freeze membership through uh, the last four months, so mm-hmm. I have opened the doors back up now to new clients. So, nice. um, yeah. So we're doing that. We're doing a promo special as well, um, and we will talk to you about that if you schedule a call. And um, so the information with uh, getting in touch with me is you just simply will follow the link and there's a little form you fill out and you will book a one-on-one with me. And you're going to talk to me personally to see if we're a good fit to work together. Because um, it's important that I jive with you, but it's important that you jive with me too. And Mm -hmm. we see if it's a good partnership for us to get you the success you need. Because, you know, not not everybody works well together and we understand that. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but you get all of me through this thing to help you specifically. And we work with you for nine weeks. Amazing. And so far, everyone's completed. So we're doing pretty good. So (laughs) (laughs) It must be good. Um, well, Sean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was amazing and awesome. And like I said, we'll share all these links to get a hold of you and find you, you know, between the book, the conference, the summit, the coaching, the membership. Um, when do you sleep? I just sleep a lot. Um, the link okay. because if you follow these steps, you don't need to be a workaholic. There you so, go. <laughs> and you, you grow to what you want to do. Yeah. And it's amazing when you're doing what you actually are good at and you want to do. One, it doesn't seem as much like work. And two, time kind of expands to what you want to do. So you don't have to kill yourself to be successful. You really don't. Amen to that. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to say... Thank you again. Bye, everyone. Follow those links to snag your tickets and everything else. And tell a friend, please, because I think this is going to be amazing. All right, Sean. Well, I'm pretty sure we'll chat again. I'm sure we will.
it, I like making it a habit. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, like every so, so many months. Oh yeah, it's good. Like a little boomerang. So all right. Well, thank right. you so much for having me, and um, everyone who is out there interested, just know that I'm here to help you guys. So don't be afraid. Help is here. We got you. Well, that was it. Hope you guys liked it. So, as promised. All of the information, all the links to Floral Revolution Summit um, is on our website. So be sure to head on over and get your ticket. Make sure you check out the show notes for Sean's book as well, as well as where to find him and learn more about him. As I mentioned earlier, be sure to check out episode number eight, where we've talked way more about Sean's creative process and more importantly about human form project that he's so known for, which is absolutely amazing. I know we didn't really talk about it during this episode, but you got to listen to that one. It was really good. And check out the images actually that are on his Instagram. They're just amazing. And please do me a favor, share the episode with a friend, a colleague, or whomever you think this may be helpful to. And also, please leave us a review. Go on on iTunes and leave us a review. It is really helpful. It is the one thing that for sure helps us get the word out and reach out to more listeners. I think that's kind of it. Till we chat next time. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.